Hi, everybody. Kurt Schlichter here on the Unredacted Podcast for VIP members only. And uh, you may uh, you may realize that I am driving. I'm here with Arena right now, and we thought we wanted to get um, you a fresh input as to what we were just doing. We were just at a at the Cruel World concert, which was all '80s bands, and uh, we got there about two o'clock. It's now about 10:30. We're a little punchy, not drunk. We don't believe in uh, having alcohol and driving. We are not. We are not. No, there's Arena. And uh, we saw a lot of bands and stood on our feet a lot. Um, That's not all we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But we're also going to talk about some of the other things that are going on today, like the Pennsylvania Senate race. Uh, We're going to talk about the asshole who decided to go on a shooting spree, giving liberals a giant orgasm. It may have been a little premature, but on the plus side, we have two big pluses. First of all, Democrats have finally found a crime they want to prosecute. And second, the FBI managed to close a case in about 15 minutes. The guilty party, of course, is you. You are the person guilty because some shithead decided to go in and kill about a dozen people at a supermarket in uh, Buffalo which uh, we found about, out about while we're in the concert, and I got to watch on Twitter as a bunch of leftists go, you murdered him, Tucker! White replacement! Now, um, when they talk about white replacement theory, what they're meaning is the theory that John Judas, a giant Democrat strategist, and a bunch of Democrats embraced, which was, we're going to bring a bunch of Latinos into America from Central and South America and, and Mexico, And uh, they're all going to vote Democrat forever. That has not worked out well. In fact, Democrats, uh, uh, Latinos, demonstrating uh, the wisdom, truly wise Latinos and Latinas and Latinx, of course, um, have uh, uh, have the lowest approval rating for Joe Biden of anyone, any group. So way to go, guys. Your plan was great. But no, no, no. This uh, this schmuck. Uh, who decided to go on a killing spree, uh, apparently uh, uh, was a uh, adherent of this. He had been a communist at some point. Of course, he has a manifesto. And, uh, appara- and there are some people uh, out there on Twitter who have actually read it. More power to him. I'm not going to read or this dickhead's uh, uh, document. I'm not even going to speak this dickhead's name because he should just die unknown, unmourned, uh, and in contempt. But the Democrats right now are having a giant... Jeffrey Tubin's Zoom call over it. They think this is great news. Some asshole's got a murder spree, and he thinks he can pin it on us. And and Joe Lockhart was like, Tucker and Fox News are responsible for this atrocity. Um, shut the fuck up, you hideous little goblin, you piece of shit. The only look, the only response to this is mockery. You know, there's no reasoning with them. They know it's a lie. They know it's bullshit. They're trying to get you spun up. Instead, just fuck with them. That's what I've been doing, getting on Twitter going, hey, uh, you suck. <laughs> um, because they do suck. I, I mean, it did seem pretty fast, though. And it did not seem exactly how the liberals wanted it, because apparently uh, this schmuck uh, was using the Azov Battalion symbol which is uh, kind of neo-Nazi Ukrainian force 
just as the Democrats are all putting Ukrainian uh, flags on their shit. And the guitarist is like, you know, at first had a Ukrainian flag on his guitar. And I'm like, look, I mean, I like, I mean, I think the Ukrainians should fight for their country. And I, I, I prefer them over the Russians. You know, as you know, I went work there. I trained there. Uh, they got invaded. They got a right to fight back. Uh, but I'm, uh, you know, not not a Ukrainian spoo boy. All right. I'm not, you know, a, a fucking cheerleader. It's a horribly corrupt country. I feel sorry for the people. Uh, they got a lot of beefs with Russia, most of which we don't understand. Uh, you know, Russia's certainly the bad guy in this, but I'm not going to pretend to be able to uh, sort out all this Slavic drama. But in any case, Democrats, they, Democrats, they're very excited. Oh, and fucking Mitch McConnell. And I defend Mitch because I can't, because, because of his track record of achievement. He's the guy who keeps uh, a party that includes both Ted Cruz and Susan Collins. He keeps that caucus all voting Republican. And uh, until saying, I hate Mitch McConnell. He's a, he's a, he's a piece of shit establishment guy. Yeah, he is. What is the name of the other congressman who can bring together both Susan Collins and Ted Cruz? What, what is his name? Well, you see, no, 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 no. I don't want a discussion. I just want a name. If you can't name me that senator, then you can't find someone who's better at the job, more effective at stopping Schumer and Biden than McConnell. And so, so our debate is, our debate is ended as annoying as we find McConnell to be. And I do. He comes in and he does this thing that they've been doing, right? You know, because there's this information warfare and they're doing, the Ukrainians are doing a very good job at the beginning till shit like Snake Island and the ghost of Kiev started, you know, being the manifest bullshit that I always knew they were. And, um, they, they, they like film the, the, the foreign leaders. They film Nancy Pelosi, like walking down the, walking down this empty street. And then from the other side, Zerzelski, the Z guy, uh, he, he's coming up the street. And, and I swear, guy, it looks like fucking reservoir dogs. All right. They're trying to do Quentin Tarantino. Right. You know, uh, the place stuck in the middle with you. I don't get it. Hey, look, it's Steve Buscemi. As uh, as Congressman Adam Schiff, look, it, it and now McConnell's doing it. McConnell's not a reservoir dog. He's not cool, and it's kind of it, it's kind of stupid. And it and it's more than just stupid. It pisses me off because it makes me think that they think we're stupid. Now some people are stupid. We see a lot of them. It's you know their natural habitat is Twitter. And they're stupid all over Twitter. These are ones going, your, your thoughts and prayers are of no use. You must disarm. And I'm like, eh, buy guns and ammunition. What? It's literally the noise they make. Sorry, honey. <laughs> so, but yeah, they, why aren't you shamed by my bullshit lies? Well, it's a simple because I fucking hate you. Hi, guys. We are back. Uh, we had a, uh, a slight break after my uh, long monologue involving uh, the murder turtle. And the thing, we, we went like 15 minutes, and uh, uh, and it wasn't recording. And uh, I find that very annoying. Do you find that annoying, honey? It's so annoying. So now we're, okay, now we have uh, come back from uh, Pasadena, 
We have gone through Los Angeles where there was traffic for whatever reason. These people have no homes. Why 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 was it like five miles of traffic at like ten thirty at night? You're very tired. We're sitting in a Carl's Jr. line because we have to get food. Because of course, because Morrissey was playing at the Cruel World Festival, they had no. They had to all be veterinarian. They had to all be vegetarian. So they had like, here's some delicious cauliflower wings. Okay, nothing. No, that's not delicious. That's 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 Antichrist. It's. Okay, so anyway, we 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 covered a lot of stuff, didn't we? We did. We did. We we went. Wait, look, let's we we got to review the bands. Okay, uh, while we were there, we got there about two o'clock. We saw the English Beat, and they were fun. Uh, seen what four times? Yeah. I've seen four times. You have. I have not. They're always pleasant. They're very uh-huh. amiable. Dave Wakeling's a nice guy. We had Billy Zane show up backstage because we got to go backstage thanks to Drew Maddich. Yeah. And Billy Zane was there wearing pajamas. <laughs> that was, was yeah, the guy from um a weird hat. And he had like a beanie. Is it, a beanie? it was a beret kind no. of thing. Okay. It was it was a it was just kind it was of some babushka or yamaka. I don't know. Uh-huh. It was some sort of some sort of unusual headgear. But it was Billy Zane and I'm like, is that the guy from Titanic? And it was. He's a big fan of the English beat. Yeah. So there we go. In pajamas. And he was in pajamas at night in Hermosa Beach. But not at home in the in his bed. You would think that he'd be at home, but no, he's out in public because he's he's like I'm fucking Billy Zane. I wear what I want. I got a tuxedo in the car. I'm taking that to the gym. I'm going to do sets of squats in a uh, in a tuxedo. So anyway, so we see it. We see Public Image Limited, which is fronted by Johnny Lydon, who's Johnny Rotten, the lead singer of the Sex Pistols. Mm-hmm. And they've got some good songs. And, of course, they didn't play any of them. And, of course, they're... Uh, they were terrible. They, they were horrible. They're... Um, yeah, they were really crappy. Their um, guitarist also looked like Jeremiah the Mountain Man, which was kind of weird. Uh, he was... He, he, he looked... He looked like Rasputin. <laughs> Rasputin. Yeah, he looked like Rasputin, the guitarist. And on guitar, Rasputin. <laughs> that was a freaking weirdo. So that occurred. That was the thing that took mm-hmm. place. So we had that in our corner. Oh, we did. We had that going on. Mm-hmm. That was great. We left. Uh, we left that. And where do we go? We went back. Because there's multiple stages, so we go back. We didn't. Uh, we we saw missing persons for a second too, but that was just kind of like they're over there, and we didn't really pay attention. So we go back, and uh, Violent Femmes is playing, and they were good. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Blister in the Sun, Kiss Off. That was good. We enjoyed that. They were fun. Yes, and we had a good time. Good time was had by many, mm-hmm. and uh, we were with Mark and Stacia. Yeah, Mark Davis and Stacia. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yep. Mark Davis, uh, Mr. Kira. That's Mr. Kira. That's Mr. That's Kira, right. and he likes he likes our music. Kira, not so much. Yeah. So we're, uh, you know, we're. I think it's just fests, fests and concerts like this. Fests and concerts are troubling. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, the damned come up, mm-hmm. and they're terrible. They sound all slow. They got a ton of good songs. They don't play most of their good songs. And they, uh, they, it sounds like they're 
uh, playing on one end of one of those string cam things. It seems like one of the speakers blew out. I don't something. know what happened. They something were it was, happened. Like, it, it was, was just bad. horrible. And they were like giving shit to the staff on stage. They're like, "Be great if we could hear each other." You know. And then there was a guy in pajamas who danced on stage. I think that was the keyboardist. Was that Billy Zane? It wasn't Billy Zane. Oh. No, it was not Billy Zane. You got to speak up. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm tired. Arena's got to speak up and provide the quality input that we need. We are still at this uh, Carl's Jr. drive through <laughs> This is our life tonight. This is just totally our life. Hello. Hello. There you go. There's my card. Uh, I would love a straw. We got a shake. Yep. So there we go. Oh, here you go. Boy, it's got like, ooh, ooh it's got a little tuft. Look at that. Thank it's you. got whipped cream. So oh, yeah. Speaking of whipped, thank you. Mm. Devo mm. was there, and we did a Devo thing, uh, and they were terrible. I freaking hated Devo. Mm. And um, with it was good. Yeah, you know, we went back. We saw psychedelic furs, and they were good. They're pretty in pink. Little subpar, I had to say. It's more like, oh, is she pretty in pink? Yay! And then they played a lot of songs that I do want my hamburger. You guys get to hear me gnaw. Uh, they they play pretty in pink, and it was okay. Heaven. They did Heaven, which is a really good version of it, which I liked. But they they also they also picked a bunch of songs no one know knew or like, and you're like, why are you playing that shitty song? Uh, and the guitarist had the Ukrainian flag on his guitar, and it's like, fine, Ukraine. I don't hate Ukraine, but. You know, does it need to be in a guitar? I mean, really, is there another instrument arena? Mm. Uh. Mm. Holy cow. That's a good chocolate chip. That chocolate chip's amazing. Yeah. Mm. It satisfies me in ways that, anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, we have some quality work here. I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to get this podcast done, baby. Okay, psychedelic first, and then well, we we didn't see Bauhaus because mm. they have one good song. It's Bella Lugosi's Dead. He repeats it like twenty times, and it's like, okay, I get it. Bella Lugosi's dead. Got it. So I don't. I, an hour of an hour of Bauhaus would go, and, and that's a lot of Bauhaus. You know, that's a lot of Bauhaus. So, I don't think it was an hour. This, their set's an hour. It was like an hour. Oh. It was like an hour of Bauhaus. It's like, now we're going to play a faster version of Bella Gosey's Dead than a slower one. They got like one song. They're like Fog Hat. It's got slow rock. They're the goth Fog Hat. And Bella Lugosi's Dead is slow ride. <laughs> what do you think? Okay. You like that? Mm -hmm. That's good? All right. Got that. Then, um, okay, the Psycho Furs, they were great. Uh, not great, they were good. Uh, Blondie comes up, and Blondie was spry for a woman of 99. She's 75. Her ass is old, but she was belting it out. Again, song choice, don't need to hear Rapture. The, the, the ancient white woman rapping, no. No. Um, That's a fun song. Yeah, the Heart of Glass, of course. They played one way or another, of course. Uh, Dreaming, mm -hmm. which was a little, I thought it was a little slow. I put my uh, earplugs in because we were pretty near it the It was thing. very loud. It, it, it got loud, and I'm like, you know, 
I have enough. I've been having trouble hearing. Mm -hmm. Right? We were at a restaurant today, and you're like, hey, Kurt. I'm like, I can't hear you. You're like, you're going deaf. (laughs) You need an ear horn. I would love an ear horn. That would be badass. Where do you go to an ear horn, get an ear horn? It's like, hi, I, uh, hi, are you a hearing aid guy? I am. Do you have ear horns? I want an ear horn. Why not? There's an ear cone. Is it a cone or a horn? It's a horn because it, like, it goes, uh, it scoops up, right? It It, scoops up? it, It does. It curves up. Well... Look, I'm not that the ear it horn. It's not a cone. It's not a cone. It's a horn. All right. Well, I guess we've settled that. Hey, just uh, stick around. There'll be a little more of this. We're going to like finish this segment out because uh, we have finally reached home. Mm. And we have to go, you know, yeah. do whatever. Finish we, our eating. Finish our right. eating and stuff. So there'll be a little more to finish this. Uh, so this... Uh, we'll continue. So just hold on. Okay. So here's the earth that's going on. And we got the uh, Pennsylvania race. Now I'm sitting in line for the Cruel World Festival, right? I'm going to go listen to these bands. And I get a call and it's a Breitbart reporter. And it turns out Kathy Barnett, this is the Saturday before the Tuesday election, right? Has finally put out her DD-214. Now DD-214 is the record of active service. So if you come on and go to basic training and AIT, which is advanced individual training, you get a DD-214, okay? That's how this works. Like a week ago, she put out her NGB-22. That's your National Guard end of service record. It's not a DD-214. It's a different document. They cover some of the same stuff. Why the foo didn't she put out her DD-214 like a week or two ago? Because the copy I had seen, and I had seen one that was not put out by her, had some questions on it. I saw one that came out from her, and it's perfectly normal. Okay, yeah, it's an undistinguished record. Yeah, she just kind of went and did her soldierly stuff. Her her record, look, she was like a seven-year E-4, and then she went three years non-active duty. So I hear a lot, she says, well, I served 10 years. Well, you were inactive reserves for three of it, but I'm not really going to hold that against you, okay? Because, you know, I had inactive reserve time, not a lot, but (coughs) some of it here and there through my uh, career when I switched from active duty to guard and before I went on active duty, which was uh, pre-enlistment stuff. So, look, I'm not saying she's... You know, she's no Pete Buttigieg. No, this isn't like a stolen valor thing. It's more like a stolen mediocrity. She's an eight-year E4. Nothing dishonorable about it. It's obviously not a huge achiever. She went to PLDC, Primary Leadership Development Course, which is where you go to become a sergeant. And she never became a sergeant. I don't know why. Maybe she didn't want to put on the time. Maybe she didn't want to take the classes. I don't know what the story is. I'd love a chance to sit down and talk to her about it. I'm sure the Democrats are going to bring it up if she wins. And that's the point. If you have a decent organization, you don't have these problems. You don't have people dicking around over your DD-214, which is nothing to be ashamed of, for a week and a half because they smell something fishy because you're acting like there's something fishy. Okay? 
So it went from the problem went from what is in your DD214 to you didn't handle the fact that there's nothing wrong with your DD214. But that is a problem. You can't just go, no, it's not a problem. She said, see, see, she was right. No. Okay. Everything the candidate does is the candidate's fault. Okay. We got to hold them responsible. Stop making excuses for them. Everything they do is their fault. Sure. Got out ahead of this, got it done. And you should have said, yeah, you know, I had all this proud service. Okay, great. Yeah, fine. Move on. Next issue. Nope. We spent a week talking about her military records and people had questions, but I had questions about it until I finally, four days before, standing in line to go see the English Pete, looking at my damn phone in the 96 degree Pasadena sun, had to squint at it and go, okay, there's not a problem with this. Why the fuck? Didn't she, like, release this long ago? I don't get it. I do get it. She's unvetted and inexperienced. The only experience she has running for office was getting her ass kicked by 20 points in a congressional race last time. And, oh, she refused to concede because cheating or something. Okay, when you lose by 20 points, it's not cheating. It's that you suck. Okay? Or that you're in, like, a really Democrat district. I think she gets eaten alive if she uh, runs in uh, uh, Pennsylvania or if she, if she wins a nomination. I think she gets eaten alive. Um, I think McCormick's the guy. I think he's normal. But he likes Mitch McConnell. We've talked about that. We've talked about the Mitch McConnell thing. We've, we've gone over that, how annoying he is. But until you tell me who the guy who does Mitch McConnell's job better than Mitch McConnell is, I can't help you. Ugh. And I don't even want to start on Dr. Oz. What the? Dr. Oz? It's like Trump sat there and goes, watch this. Watch how I screw with these guys. I'm going to pick. No, 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 here, no, come on. Stop laughing. I'm going to pick Dr. Oz. No, stop laughing. I'm going to do it. And just watch, you know, watch what happens. Because it's, I mean, you know, maybe he's a nice guy. I don't know if he's a nice guy. I don't care if he's a nice guy. Doesn't matter. He's just not the, he's just not a conservative He's not a conservative. He's not a conservative. So I, I don't want him as, as you know, president of something or senator or whatever. Oh, my God. It's a winnable Senate seat. And, you know, we're, you know, Republicans are falling in love again. That's my uh, town hall column for Monday the 16th. Republicans need to stop falling in love with politicians. Look, uh, I, I just I find it very, very annoying. Okay, I'm ruthless. Okay, I don't, you know, politics. You owe this politician your support. I don't know shit. Dude owes me some. Come come over here and wash my car. I don't owe you shit. Come wash my car. I don't owe you nothing. Because you work for me. That's how this works. You work for me. In Spanish, it's uh, you owe work o me o. I think that's Spanish. I don't know. I'm, look, I'm not, I'm not bilingual. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make a point here. Um, and I kind of predicted Kathy Barnett as, as people like said, well, you know, let's look at this woman, her, her numbers would go up and they did go up. And as they looked at her, I th thought they would go down again. That's what looks like what's happening. Will it happen? I, I don't know. Will she win on uh, Tuesday? I do not know. Uh, I'm hoping McConnell McCormick wins. Cause I think McCormick can win the election. I think he's more likely to win the election against this Fetterman guy. And, of course, Fetterman has had, uh, you know, a stroke, which he turned he masterfully turned around and said, yeah, I have a stroke, but I'm coming out of it. Here's my wife. 
everything's great. And he, and he looked really good about it. Okay. I mean, you know, he had a stroke and he handled it well. And it's like, he had a freaking stroke and he uses it to his advantage. This is not a lousy candidate. I'd like him to, it looks like Shrek. I'd like him to be a lousy candidate. He's not, he just isn't. I wish I could say he was. And whoever need, whoever's going up against him needs to be able to win. Now, if Kathy Barnett wins, is she completely hopeless? No, it's just a substantially lesser chance of her winning. And of course, in this environment, you know, where nobody can get baby formula and you got to take out a second mortgage to get gas, you know, Republicans do have an advantage, but holy cow. I mean, come on. Ugh. All right, guys, let's do this thing. Um, that's my town hall VIP unredacted podcast for this week. I want you to go to my own locals page, get on there. I want you to go and pre-order my book. Just go get, we'll be back the fall and rise of America. You're going to love it. It's great. Pre-order it now. Why are pre-orders important? Cause my, cause the, you know, the, uh, the, the publisher is holding my family hostage. So basically, you know, they don't get out unless they sell a certain number of books. Okay. That's not true. Yeah. Well, I know it's not true, but you know, we're, I'm going to say it anyway. So uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday is the column stream of consciousness on Friday. And uh, next week, who knows? Maybe I'll finally figure out how to do the Zoom thing so I can get somebody else in here and it's not just me and whoever I grab. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. <laughs>